0: Here. So, a couple things going on now. Uh, <laughs> um, we've got states slowly starting to reopen bu- businesses. Um, the American, uh, death toll in the pandemic has risen. It's around 86,000. A lot less than the 2.2 million or 4 million uh, projected early on, but still too many. Um, And our president announced I do believe it's today, it was today, in the Rose Garden. He's assembled a vaccination team Um, and it's led by one of the world's uh, best vaccine uh, producers. Uh, scientists or doctors, however you want to say it. He's come up with about 14 of the latest vaccines. Or Okay, I don't want to get my numbers confused, but it, he's come up with over 10, I know, vaccines lately for various illnesses. Uh, Trump and company said that there were over 100 vaccines being uh, experimented with for the COVID-19 and that they had narrowed it down to 14 and this doctor says that by January 2021 they will have a vaccine for the coronavirus. Um, I'll try to find that video and link it in the description for YouTube. But uh, some other things have transpired Um, in regard to now people are latching on to the coronavirus pandemic and using it to push their own political agendas. Uh, Now, I heard that the latest stimulus bill to be proposed by the House of Representatives is filled with uh, political games. Uh, You know, Democrats are dangling a... $2,000 $2,000 a month carrot in front of the American people. Uh, the last stimuli bill included an additional $600 for the states to give out to lower income people. Now, I thought it was supposed to only be tipped employees that would get this additional $600 a week to make up for their lost tips. And in fact, it turns out it applies to a a broad range of people that are considered low income. And employers are having a hard time getting people to come back to work. Now in Ohio, and I'm sure other states have this or they should, in their unemployment uh, laws <clears throat> if you call an employee back to work after a mass layoff and they are collecting unemployment and they decline to come back to work the employer when the employee files their weekly unemployment you know they have the employee has to click click or check certain boxes uh, that says, you know, I am I am looking for work, uh, have I been recalled to work, and things of that nature. In Ohio, the employer can click or check a box that says, we tried to call this employee back to work and they declined to come back. And then they lose their unemployment benefits because they were called back to work and they said no, I want to sit on my ass a few more weeks. So that's a good thing. Unemployment is for people temporarily out of work uh, until they find another job. It is not uh, a socialist welfare state thing. Uh, What I want to talk about tonight is climate change activist now trying to attach climate change to the coronavirus pandemic and their argument is well the pandemic got to be a pandemic because politicians didn't listen to scientists now as far as i know the only politicians who didn't listen to scientists and in fact arrested them and uh, maybe even killed one with the coronavirus um, was China. China, as Trump would say. So we've got AOC saying that we didn't act quickly enough because politicians, blah, 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 didn't listen to scientists on the coronavirus pandemic. We have CNN ...putting Greta Thunberg, Thunberg, Greta Thunberg the uh, teenage climate change activist who's egged on by her parents... ...and it, it is close to a mental meltdown because her parents are using her to push their agenda. Um, she's the one who was at the UN... Uh, conference on. Uh, it was supposed to be on economics. But they had a. Climate change panel at that. And she said. How dare you. Take my youth away. You adults. That's my best Greta Thunberg impersonation. Sorry. Um, I found an article. And there are a lot of them out there. Because. Because. Uh, CNN putting Greta Thunberg on this, or this pandemic panel sparked a social media outrage, which everything sparks a social media outrage, right? Um, I found an article in the Indian Times, as in India. I didn't want to go with Fox News because then you would all say, oh, you're one of those Fox News people. I really don't care for Fox News that much anymore. I see through their biased and you know it bothers me. But whatever. For another time, perhaps. But let's look at this Greta Thunberg article. Link in the description. Also in case my camera stops working like it tends to do now. Um There's a link to the AOC video where she's comparing the coming climate change pandemic to the present pandemic. So let's read up on what what old Greta had to do with the CNN town hall. It looks like, and I'm not sizing up Greta here, but it looks like Oh, looks like my computer's getting ready to crash. No, it just did. Well, it looks like she's uh, lost some weight. I don't know if she's developed an eating disorder. Oh, good, it opened right back up to where I had it. Good, good, good. So this is uh, from a newspaper called the Indian Express. And that's not Native Americans, that's India the country. Uh article says, CNN's decision to feature 17-year-old Swedish environmental activist Greta Thunberg on, on one of its live town halls that dealt with the C-19 pandemic sparked a debate on social media. Uh, so the panel featured Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Gupta? Gupta, former Health and Human Services Secretary Kathleen Sebelius, former Center for Disease Control and Prevention Director Richard Besser, Uh, the show titled Coronavirus Facts and Fears on Thursday, hosted by Anderson Cooper and Gupta. and then there's a picture of the, the panelist so when while many defended thunberg arguing the voice of the youth is important others fumed over the decision of or the decision to feature her on the panel discussion with public health experts take a look of the reactions here it it shows and then it shows like some tweets uh Greta Thunberg with other coronavirus experts in CNN panel and then it shows uh three men in military garb with you know their rifles at the ready and then a guy in a clown suit holding a rifle uh expert in crying and theatrically reading public statements made by others, I guess. I hope this goes a little further than just showing a bunch of tweets. Okay. the 17-year-old took to Twitter to break her silence and respond to voices on social media saying, I am not an expert, I am an activist. The only people claiming that I am an expert, she puts expert in quotes, are those trying to ridicule me my message has always been to unite behind science and listen to the experts well that's what you know the president and many other world leaders did um indian times didn't go much further than that um not much analysis there but the point of the matter is uh, yeah, the voice of the youth is important, I I reckon. But the thing is, you could have found, um, like, a med school student, maybe, to fill that position. Uh, versus a girl who tried to show the world that, hey, we don't need um, electricity or steam or uh, Whatever the hell boats run on. Diesel. Some run on diesel. Some run on atomic engines. uh, Things like that. um, Nuclear engines. um, Whatever. She tried to sail around the world in a sailboat. And then something happened with the boat. And she had to be rescued. She was rescued by helicopter. And the rest of the crew limped the boat back to uh, wherever uh, with what sail they had. So it ended up being a huge environmental footprint uh, for her little statement that her parents sent her out to make. Um, And, you know, she needs to be in school. She doesn't need to be on CNN, the Clinton News Network, uh, discussing ca- climate change. She needs to be learning somewhere, something other than doomsday prophecies from her parents when it comes to the environment. Um, also, there's the plain and simple facts. Yeah, the Earth's climate is changing. And I'm certain some of it is man-made. You can't deny science, but um, ice caps are growing in some places and shrinking in others. Um, Whenever there's a major thaw in Siberia, say, for example, which we know as a very cold place, we find, they find, uh, pardon me, large fields of woolly mammoths, like huge graves, so to speak. They're not like man-made graves. They're graves. They're not really graves. They're just frozen remains or skeletons of woolly mammoths that once roamed the area, and they find proof that these areas like Siberia were once massive forests. Now, in our lifetime, we only know Siberia as being a really cold place, right? Well, there's proof that, whatever it was, millions of years ago, thousands of years ago, whatever you believe, this area was a forest, okay, so that's proven science, so yes, the Earth's climate changes, the Earth's climate shifts, um, you know, you want to look at recent Earth events, um, we had like 60 degree Decembers, and uh, 30 degree Mays, month. the month of May, and things of that nature so to say that you know the earth's climate has always been what we've seen in the last 100 years uh, of data collection or probably 120 or so years I mean what was it around late 1800s early 1900s they really started to collect weather data and temperatures and things like that um but you know through um boring into uh glaciers and ice formations uh taking core samples, they can find the history of that glacier and that area going back scientists say millions or of years, okay now, I'm a science believer, not an idiot. I'm also a Christian so I believe what the Bible says and that God created the earth. Now did God send ice ages? Yeah. Did God wipe the slate clean a few times? Yes. Um most of your major um cultures have some record of a great flood as such as the one recorded in the bible with noah and his ark and um almost all cultures have some heroic figure like Noah, uh, as being the one to save, uh, you know, humanity in some way by loading, by protecting them. Uh, we'll just say by an ark, okay, by putting every known creature into an ark, uh, putting you know his family in there, and. Thus, you know, saving the population, and then restarting the population. Um, so, and there's scientific evidence of many great floods in many areas. So, you know, the the Bible theory hold the Bible story, I should say, not theory, of a great flood holds water. No pun intended. Um, so and it's been proven through archeological, uh, thing, uh, archeological science, we'll call it. Um, you know, and, you know, they can study, you know, water levels by, you know, look, there's scientists that specialize in this and I, I don't, I can understand it, but I can't begin to, uh, know their science, but they can look at, um, a hill or a a dried out lake bed and see where the water level was at different times and say okay you know this river bed in our lifetime is at this level but we can see water marks going up much higher showing that this river or this lake or this area has been flooded Uh, we can see you know the, the path that the, the glaciers made as they came through. Um, Ohio is full of uh, pr- proof of where gla- the glaciers came down so far and cut out you know, rivers and lakes. And as they receded, you know, of course, they left behind the water that filled the lake beds and river beds that they uh, cut into the soil so or i should say areas that they cut into the soil became lake beds Uh, uh, for example uh, our fertile plains in the midwest of the united states are canadian dirt Um, scientists have figured that out i don't know if can canada is ever going to ask for their dirt back i don't know but anyways I'm going to pause the YouTube video because the sound will suck, and then I'm going to play this Andrea Ocasio-Cortez, Sandy Cortez video of her comparing the current pandemic to the coming climate change pandemic. So at least what she thinks, this ought to be interesting. Alright, podcasters, we're getting a a spatial feature at that the YouTube people will not get. Let's get to listening to Andrea Ocasio Cortez if all goes well. Okay. There's some words scrolling on the screen right now.
1: with politicians uh, who ignored warnings by scientists. It continued through a program of us knowing that we needed to act quickly and needed to take dramatic action fast in order to contain the damage. But there's so much uh, that's politically vested in making sure that we don't do that, right? For example, this idea, it's like when scientists and epidemiologists started saying, listen, we have to shut down our cities and our states Immediately right now,
0: they did that. All right, I'm pausing her video. Our government shut things down as soon Dr. Fauci and Dr. Burks have said repeatedly that when they asked Donald Trump to ban incoming flights from China of Chinese nationals. He did it. A lot of doctors were on television, on CNN, on PMSNBC, on all the networks saying, this is going to be like a really bad cold or flu, and you know some people will die, and some people will be fine. Okay? but when trump was told to shut the economy down by burks and fauci he did let's go back to andrea alexandria ocasio-cortez
1: just as as an immediate precaution because we did not take action earlier the communities that suffer first are the ones that are working class Mm -hmm. black brown essential workers that are most vulnerable,
0: you know, all of that parallels with the climate movements. I don't understand. Okay, so this uh other voice you're going to hear is uh Saad Amir, Amir Amer, S A A D M E R A M E R Amer. I guess is how you pronounce that. Um, so she's saying that we didn't shut these areas down uh and, and they did now uh, always 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 doctors and nurses are going to be the first people to get sick in a pandemic uh to say it hit working class areas first and the hardest uh i would say is not necessarily true um it hit you know population centers the hardest and first because they were the ones with the most international travel like new york city um los angeles uh washington it was a little bit different it hit really more nursing homes than it did uh, well i won't say that it hit nursing homes bad in the state of washington i do know that and since I don't have the exact statistics, I won't say it hit mostly nursing homes, but your frontline workers, uh, in this case, we're talking about doctors and nurses, they're always going to be exposed to the germs the most. I understand how we're still here having these same sorts of how are you going to pay for it conversations when, you know, I think sometimes people look at the climate crisis as if, Either you're going to pay for it up front, or it just doesn't exist at all. Just totally ignoring the
1: reality that this is going to cost trillions and trillions of more dollars in the future if we don't make these necessary operations now. Yeah, and
0: Okay, so, immediately, at least the way this video is edited, they go from talking coronavirus pandemic into climate change. Okay, so... Their theory is we didn't act quickly enough on climate change or on the COVID-19 pandemic. And that cost trillions of dollars because we waited. I don't know how much quicker uh, they could have reacted, could have acted, pardon me, uh, say here in Ohio, for example, the governor announced that all bars would close at 9 p.m. on a Sunday night. He made the announcement at 4 p.m. on Sunday afternoon. That's pretty quick. Um, now, the reason he did that was, it was pre-St. Patrick's Day. People were fearing that, not drunkards were fearing that the St. Patrick's Day festivities would be canceled because so many things were getting canceled. They got an early party in on Saturday night and the governor's friends said, well, how are we going to quell the the spread of this if bars are packed? And so he shut bars and restaurants down Sunday afternoon. But I can tell you from being someone that has family that works in the restaurant business and being someone that drives for a living. I drive for a living. I talked to several uh, restaurant bar owners, bartenders, waitresses and they all said that their restaurants and bars were empty to the point that they were going to have to make decisions on closing, shortening hours and laying off employees a week before the order came to shut down bars and restaurants. Let's go back to a video.
1: Again, it, it overlaps so perfectly with coronavirus because here's the thing. it's Yes, it's gonna cost billions of dollars for us to develop mass testing, for us to invest in a scientific system of, um, of, of contact tracing. It's going to cost a lot of money to make sure that people's payroll is covered and that people can keep beating themselves and keeping a roof over their head right now in this temporary pause for the time being. But what is going to cost more is not funding these tests, not listening to the science, and then when our economy has to be shut down for years because we don't wanna set up the infrastructure to open it up, that's going to cost way more the CBO. They're the ones that kind of put price tags on certain bills that require price tags. They don't always price out the cost of inaction. So they'll say, this is the cost of passing this bill. They won't say this is the cost of not passing. this bill.
0: I feel like a lot of your colleagues have not actually read the green new deal. Could you give us a little breakdown of what exactly that is? Just in case they're watching.
1: I guess I don't fault a
0: lot of them for not reading it because a lot of them don't read most of the legislation. Sod just had an orgasm. Uh, But this thing, congressmen are notorious for not reading legislation. If you're a congressional staff member, you wield a lot of power because. You read the legislation and then you give the congressman a synopsis of it. Um, that's just a l- dirty little known fact of politics or uh, government, I guess you could say. Um, and I'm sure AOC doesn't read every bill either.
1: That's the key. That's the key. <laughs> and this is the thing that's so funny about it is that republicans are like this costs 11 trillion dollars and this bans ice cream and cows and like all these
0: she's talking about her green new deal right now
1: things um, when in truth the green new deal is actually a resolution it's actually not uh, a, a binding bill which means that if congress passes it and if the house passes it it's basically a sense of congress it's a commitment to ourselves to say that real deal climate legislation does a few things one is that it seeks to decarbonize our economy on a rapid timescale and the green new deal identifies a 10-year market because that is what is in line with the ipcc report it is scientifically mm-hmm. This is scientifically informed legislation. I'm not here to tell you what is politically easy. I'm here to tell you what is scientifically necessary. The second thing that it does is that it it centers frontline communities and says, (laughs) and rejects outright this idea and of this competition between economic prosperity and social justice. And if anything, both of these things are required. Because the people who suffer
0: the most economically are also people who suffer uh, so, suffer social injustices okay she's she's right in one respect um, people that are in lower income areas do suffer social injustice, but not the way she thinks um they they've been you know typically caught in a cycle of dependency on government for a lot of things uh, which is the worst thing you can depend on in my opinion but Trump and uh, was it Senator Scott and uh, Senator Booker came up with an opportunity zone plan that helps people in lower income frontline worker frontline employee areas uh, to get job skills by giving tax credits to companies that open up businesses in these uh, economically and social justicely suppressed areas so she's already kind of behind the curve on that but she wants her green new deal to be an economic restructuring also, and a social justice restructuring uh, of things.
1: And what that means is that we are going to bring frontline communities to the table to help lead this legislation. And the third part, and it's kind
0: of... Okay, what's a frontline community, though? Um is the rust belt of ohio and uh, western pennsylvania the frontline community i would say it is i would i would beg the question she thinks it's a different area in conjunction with what
1: we're talking about it's uh, is centering workers rights and to
0: I don't know what rights work employees don't have right now. You have, you know, minimum wages already. Uh, You have, like, waitress and tipped employee wages, which are lower than minimum wage. I know she's an advocate of the, quote, $15 minimum wage. Well, there are robots that can now do all the essential work of a fast-food joint Uh, and they work at about $3 an hour. They never take a break. They can run 24-7 and all you need is like somebody there to make sure the machines don't break down and if they break down uh, fix them. So you're going to replace every employee or maybe 75 to 90 percent of the employees at say a McDonald's with a series of artificial intelligence robots doing the manual labor and like one person there for maybe customer service or one person there uh, to repair the robot should it malfunction So good luck with that $15 minimum wage.
1: Say we are not going to transition from a system of oil barons to solar barons. This isn't just about shifting to renewable energy. This is about a just transition of decarbonizing. Yes, our energy, we, we do need to shift to renewable and clean energy. But also what we need to do is make sure that we are making life
0: better for working people in the process. Now, okay, so AOC in this video that you can look at in the description on YouTube and that you just heard on the podcast goes on and on about uh, her Green New Deal is what is needed and scientists say we need it in the next 10 years uh and that's why the aggressive 10 year uh uh deadline has been set um she's talking in there about um this green new deal that she's proposed is just a resolution that congress will agree to take on more legislation that changes the economy from carbon-based to renewable energy-based from carbon-based to renewable energy-based and it will help the employees along the way she calls them workers i prefer the word employee Um, because worker is usually associated with socialism uh workers rights parties and things of that nature um so she admits that the green new deal is a revamp of the economy she says we don't want to go from oil barons to solar barons so basically if you are someone that's going to invest in a solar panel manufacturing company and technology company and the technology needs to be uh, worked on and fine-tuned because you have places like Ohio here that has you know I think the second most cloudy days of well at least Northeast Ohio we have the second most cloudy days uh anywhere next to like seattle washington or something and places like that you're gonna have to fine tune those solar panels to uh take in you know what light they get and turn it into energy at a different rate or you know be more sensitive to light and there's a lot of that out there already. I see the uh I see uh a, a parking lot that used to be filled with cars of employees uh, at the old uh, Lordstown General Motors factory, and now it's filled with solar panels, uh, and I assume that those uh, power the building somewhat. Uh, frankly, I think I should be allowed to have you know my own windmill my own solar panels and not have to pay an electric bill at all but then again there are companies with the idea that yeah you know the uh you know the electric company let's say um, american electric power just i don't know if they're into this or not but that's the power company i have any excess electricity generated by my windmill or my solar panel gets reverted back into the power grid i think that's bullshit that's my i paid for that solar panel if i paid if i had solar panels if i paid for that windmill that's mine that's not the electric companies that's mine so I mean, that's something to think about, um, but they're trying to what you know Greta Thunberg and AOC really want to do is piggyback their environmental stance onto the uh, coronavirus pandemic and say, "Look, you know, Mother Nature is teaching us I've heard people say this, not AOC or Greta. But I've heard people say that, you know, Mother Nature is teaching us a lesson with this pandemic. And if we don't change our evil, evil capitalist, uh, carbon-based economy and our ways, that the next pandemic will be global warming and that, you know, Mother Nature is going to get us. That Mother Nature's giving us a warning shot with this current disease that's going around, as a warning to what could happen next uh, with the global warming or climate change. Um, there have been many archaeologists, paleontologists. Um, What are the people that study rocks? Are those archaeologists? Those aren't archaeologists. I don't know, rockyologists or something. Um, But I've seen maps of what the world looked like when the ice age hit and a lot of the water um, was frozen and the glaciers covered like all of Canada and a good part of the northern, like northern united states and like florida the peninsula of florida was much wider okay and of course we could be seeing the peninsula of florida shrinking uh and things of that nature um you know the the land map there used to be a land mass that connected north america to uh, eastern asia and russia and that's how they believe that uh, you know people from asia migrated over to the united states and then down into south america uh, when you know the sea level was lower and the bering strait that's what it's called the bering strait was an actual land mass and you could walk across it and so you know some say that uh, you know they followed the buffalo herds as they migrated some people say that you know these uh, people from Asia and Africa just you know walked over to see what was over here you know uh, you know millions of years ago and whatever it was so It's very, very interesting. Um, But this is what the climate change people are doing now to piggyback on the uh, current pandemic we're experiencing. You know, let no good crisis go to waste, as Rahm Emanuel used to say. Probably still says it. Uh, You know, let no good crisis go to waste and they're using this crisis at least some people are to push the climate change agenda saying you know in 10 years we're all going to be scrambling to adjust to the climate change epidemic like we're scrambling to adjust to the coronavirus pandemic Um, i don't like that for a few reasons, you know, one, it's proven science that the Earth's climate changes from time to time and we're going through one of those changes now and I do believe it's partly man-made and it is partly a part of, partly part, part partly, partly part of part parts, many parts, partly man-made and partly uh, natural. Uh, There was a mini ice age in the 1800s, and it's famous where uh, the Thames River in London would freeze over, and they would have winter festivals on the ice on the Thames River. And that wasn't that long ago in history. In the 1970s, they were predicting a second ice age coming. I remember reading about it in my outdated science books in elementary school. And then when I got into junior high school, we had slightly less outdated science books and it was suddenly global warming. We're all gonna fry like like human French fries. <clears throat> so uh, the science is out there. I think you've got to research it on your own. I I look at a lot of different scientific journals and watch a lot of scientific videos on YouTube, legitimate ones, not this uh Judy whatever lady that's got a video going around about the corona pandemic and her research and stuff like that. Uh that some of you see have seen probably. She's she's a quack, but you know Alexandria Ocasio Cortez and Greta Thunberg are experts of nothing. Um, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't even say you know that they're jack jacks of all trades and experts at nothing. They're just experts at nothing that have been fed a lot of uh, information and then go out there and talk about it. You know, it's proof proven. You know, Andrea Cost Alexandria, I keep calling her Andrea. She went by Sandy for most of her life. Um Sandy Cortez, who's gorgeous. It's hard to hate somebody that beautiful. But you know, she's just doing this too. She's jumping on this bandwagon to further her Um, Green New Deal and a restructuring of the economy and social justice. Um, Social justice will take care of itself uh, through economic prosperity. And, you, you know, we don't become better as humans or individuals by depending upon the government to come rescue us every time. Now, this pandemic, you know, science, government, and private industry are all working together. And uh, the president said today, you know, this uh, vaccine that they're going to come up with, not once have any of the laboratories done a cost analysis to see how much they can profit from it. They're just working on it. Um, And the United States government, you know, will see to it that You know, there are vaccines available for hundreds of millions of Americans. They're already setting up the infrastructure to get the vaccine out there uh, when it comes time. I know I'm jumping back and forth between points, but my point about AOC and Greta is done. Uh, You know, so industry, government, and science can work together. To accomplish things, uh, I think people like Elon Musk is an example of that. Where you know it's a good idea to have electric cars. Right now, it's not the most convenient thing, um, because I'll be honest with you, I'm a I'm a gearhead, and if I had a Tesla, those things haul butt. The downside is, just like with a gasoline-powered car, the the faster you run it, the more fuel you go through. Well, the faster you drive a, a very fast Tesla, the faster it eats up the battery. But the cool thing is, each uh, wheel has its own motor. So when you put the pedal to the floor... Those things will peel out and it'll be just sweet. I get passed by them on the road all the time. Um, I mean, I could keep up with them for if I wanted to race them, but I mean, I I don't do that. Um, but you know, the technology is there, and once we get the refueling stations, and you can, you know rapidly recharge your Tesla or whatever electric car. That's going to be pretty awesome. You know, um, the American dream of pack the old way of packing the family into the, you know, the station wagon and driving to Florida to Disney World or Dis- which one is in Florida, Disneyland or Disney World, I don't know. It, it is kind of yeah you know kind of old you know now you jump on a plane i mean for me it would be feasible to drive there um I- i've even planned a trip to mount rushmore uh 20 hours one way sleep in the car you know go see it make a stop by the uh american pickers whatever their store is called Antique archaeology in South Dakota. Oh, I think, or no, in Iowa. Anyways, on the way, stop there, and uh, you know, buy some piece of crap just to say I was there, and then head to Mount Rushmore and come back. Uh, basically, make a 40-hour trip uh, in a car without paying for hotels or anything, uh, and take my dog with me, of course. Um, but, you know, most families don't pack up the Winnebago or the station wagon and travel like they used to. Some still do, uh, but it's becoming less and less. Um, so, you know, most people hop a plane and go places now, like if they're going to go on vacation to Disney or, uh, whatever theme park they're going to, um, or Las Las Vegas, man, that's a long drive. I'd have to I'd have to be seriously liquored up and stay liquored up on a plane and to get myself to Las Vegas. But someday I will. Um, so, anyways, but that's the gist of it. You know, the coronavirus pandemic is, I feel, winding down. Uh, People are still going to catch it. People are still going to get sick. Um, The vaccine will come. Some people will get it. Some people won't. You know, the climate change is going to continue. Uh, I do think we need to address some things. Uh, I do believe in clean air and clean water because I like to fish. And dead fish aren't fun Um, and I'd also you know there's certain rivers and lakes that you are told don't eat the fish because they're so polluted the rivers and are so polluted you shouldn't eat the fish from them Uh, I think that's a travesty Um, so things to work on but not Not, you know, latching Greta Thunberg and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's environmentalist agenda to the current crisis. You know, deal with that, deal with the coronavirus and whatever uh, plague comes after this one, because there will be more. And then, you know, deal with the climate change on a separate agenda so with that god bless you pray for one another as always have a great great night and uh if you're worried about your health smoke a vitamin fortified cigar